Hi, Hope Engels here. The topic today is going to be rewinding to an interview I did with the yoga teacher who inspired me to go to yoga teacher training. I was lucky enough to find this yoga teacher, James, at the gym I had been going to with my husband, um, where we had been pumping iron together, having some quality time and the free weights. Um, but if you remember from episode one, just pumping iron was not doing it for me in terms of spiritually, emotionally, mentally, especially because I was dealing with um, a dying parent at the time. So I don't know. Bodybuilding didn't, didn't work out for me. So I started taking these yoga classes at the gym with James. Um, and part of the assignment when I eventually, you know, a year, year and a half later, I applied for yoga teacher training. Part of um, the assignment before going into yoga teacher's training was to interview and write about uh, a yoga teacher that inspired you. So today I'm just going to read that essay. Hopefully you find it entertaining, interesting. Um, I know I just got so much out of James's yoga classes and I'm forever grateful for that time that I had with him. So here we go. The title is I Got Nothing, You Teach. A tribute to James, a lovely person who teaches yoga and makes me laugh. Fifteen months ago, I began taking yoga classes at the gym. James Girton was the instructor for the Thursday afternoon classes I first started attending. Prior to this, I would occasionally practice at home with my Rodney Yee DVD from the turn of the millennium and my equally old dull green, dull green paper-thin mat. Yoga was something I did when I felt like a change from other quote-unquote serious workouts like cardio burn sculpt and weight training and ballet conditioning. Since taking James's classes, however, I experienced yoga as a way of being. Yoga has gone from something on the back burner of my fitness life to the flame burning at the core of my existence. Needless to say, learning with James has changed my life profoundly. Before, I was building muscle while my soul was starving. Now my soul is thriving. I may not have chosen James to be my yoga teacher in the beginning. Really, I was just looking for a workout on Thursday afternoons. But I did consciously choose to interview and write about him for this teacher training assignment because I wouldn't even be following this path without him. I now attend his 6 a.m. classes twice a week. And after one of these classes, James graciously allowed me to interview him. What follows is a mixture of his life story, his yogic path, and my reflections on his teaching. No two classes with James are the same on the surface. We don't repeat a specific sequence of postures every session, and he doesn't have monthly themes or units of study. Instead, James, for lack of a better word, channels his classes, and has done so since the very first class he taught. More on that later. He has a uniquely intuitive Hatha Ashtanga style that he shares through the practice of karma yoga. His instruction comes from the source, the divine, God, fill in the blank with what feels right for you or don't. What I'm getting at is that he really does seek to embody the selflessness of karma yoga. Beneath the surface of James's classes, there is a consistency in terms of structure and tone always infused with playfulness. He begins every class with satsang, 
followed by pranayama and guided meditation. He then asks us students what we would like to work on today during asana. Certain areas of the body or certain postures or families of postures. More often than not, he can look at us and see what our areas of need and interest are. There have been many times when I have a picture in my mind when waking up that morning or driving over to class, and that picture becomes reality during the class without me having to say one word. Is that mind reading? I don't know. Or just being in tune with the universe. In a recent class, James quipped that he was talking to God before class started, saying, I got nothing. You got to teach. It has become clear to me over the past year that James is able to step aside or move his ego aside and allow God, the divine, higher, the source, higher self, whatever you want to put in there to teach. He moves aside to let that force teach. James shared that this intuitive way of teaching began with his first class, a demonstration class for an Arizona fitness studio, just starting to add yoga to its offerings. After coming to yoga on the suggestion of a therapist when he was 29 years old, James had practiced first Bikram and then Vinyasa in the town where he was living. Over time, yoga would give James language for, quote-unquote, the dark night of the soul he was experiencing and shed light on his path out of that night into peace, wholeness, connection, love. Arizona was one stop on James's path. He arrived there and soon after began looking for yoga classes. In his search, he ended up at the fitness studio, and the owner immediately recognized someone with a deeper understanding of the practice than she or any of her colleagues had at the time. She asked James to teach a demo class. He went home and began drawing upon his classes from where he had been, that he had been taking in his hometown. He was sketching detailed diagrams of various postures and laying out a full asana sequence. With all of these notes and guides in hand, James proceeded to enter the classroom, look at his students, and throw all those previously prepared tools out the window. He just began to intuitively teach his first class without once referring to those tools, all those carefully laid plans. He explained that he was speaking about yoga in ways that he had never spoken before. The words just seemed to come to him, and he has been teaching this way ever since. The spiritual nourishment I receive in James's yoga classes is what has kept me returning twice weekly over the last 15 months. As a teacher, school leader, and caregiver, I had been focused so much on supporting others that I lost sight of taking care of myself in all ways, physically, emotionally, and especially spiritually. Fortunately, James includes accessible and relevant spiritual teachings in each of his classes. Many of these teachings come from what he was, quote-unquote, blessed to learn from Baba Haridas during his two years living and serving at the Mount Madonna Center. I have been able to pass along these teachings to my partner, witness to and steadfast supporter of my transformation. My partner recognized early on that yoga is at the heart of these life changes. After each class, he asks me to share with him in detail what I learned. Now we meditate daily together, and his life is changing profoundly too. Thank you, James. Thank you, Baba Hari Das. Thank you, Source. And thank you, listeners, for 
going back in time with me and listening to that essay that I wrote about James, my first consistent yoga teacher and the one that I really credit to helping me on this path and this adventure that we're having together. Tune in next time. We'll see what the episode will be about. Peace out. Hope. <laughs>